This is Jason Raynard, and this is In the Middle of Shit. This is our second episode. We are a sloppy, ranting podcast where I am seldom prepared and don't have many topics to talk about. I made some social media posts yesterday asking you, all two of my listeners, to potentially share some articles or ideas that you might want to have discussed today. But in the support of society and community that we have, I got absolutely zero responses. So... For the three of you that will be listening to this podcast, thank you for being complacent in not participating. Just like the election, this is the special edition of this show. Because on Tuesday will be the presidential election, 2020. Hooray. It's going to be over. Yeah, right. It never fucking ends. So, we have Halloween coming up this weekend. And then the real nightmare is Tuesday. A couple thoughts. Uh, Fuck your election. I am so sick of people telling me to vote and having stickers and stuff. And I think that not voting is a vote of no confidence for this stupid fucking country. I am sick of pretending like there is a reason to be patriotic about this government because there isn't. You can be patriotic about your country. You can be patriotic about your neighbors. You can be patriotic about your history, your family members that served in the military. It's okay to have family pride. But to sit here and pretend like our system of government, this election, and these candidates are serious and that we need to take them serious and that we need to be proud of it is a fucking joke. It is just a microcosm of this bullshit society that we have put together over the last X amount of years. Yes, Donald Trump is exactly the candidate that we deserve. This is... This is something that John Stewart had said years ago. He said, Donald Trump is the candidate that America deserves. Absolutely. You guys elected a reality TV host that is a family, uh, generationally wealthy person that came from Queens. He's generally a shitty dude. Not all of his policies are terrible. But this is your Republican pride. A lot of you guys have sold yourselves out on the Republican side. I go after Democrats a lot. I'm going to go after Republicans today. A lot of Republicans turned a blind eye to the fact that Donald Trump is not a Christian. A lot of the Christian conservatives that pretend to run that party for my entire lifetime have turned a blind eye to the fact that they think that Donald Trump is the candidate that is going to make abortion illegal. They think Donald Trump is the candidate of the Christian right. Well, Donald Trump is a guy that gets pissed on by Russian hookers. He is a guy that's been divorced and married like umpteen times. He is the guy that consistently uh, does shady deals with all kinds of banking entities around the country, which I don't blame him for. If I had billions of dollars, I would also try to hide as much of it from this succubus leech fucking government that we have. Uh, Donald Trump is not your Christian savior. And I think that it's kind of absurd that the same lady that thumps the Bible and talks about Jesus all the time has Trump flags and stickers on her cars and her windows. You're a fucking joke. Uh, I know you're not going to listen to this because uh, you're too busy listening to whatever fucking Catholic radio station uh, that you listen to. Uh, It's okay if you you decide to vote for Donald Trump, but stop pretending like he is some sort of theological fucking messiah (coughs) savior sent from above because you're fooling yourself. On the Democratic side, same thing. You guys push this Me Too movement and you push all of the fucking equality and you push all of the PC bullshit and then you elect a racist dude 
who sniffs women's hair and he's super fucking creepy and he repeatedly says racially insensitive shit and you turn a blind eye to it and you pretend like he is the good versus evil candidate on your side. You, Democrats, are also a fucking joke. I am so tired of trying to play nice with both sides. You guys can both fuck off. This election is a farce. Half of you guys are going to be happy and you're all going to celebrate if your candidate wins. And the other half of you are going to pretend like it's the end of the world and that we are doomed and that our democracy is dead. What you have both done is buried your heads in the sand over the last 20 years and you decided to be some sort of political participant in the last four years because you were motivated by either your hate or love for a divisive person like Trump. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> when 9-11 happened... You guys all banded together and became patriotic and sang kubaya and fucking jerked each other off and watched all of our senators and congressmen jerk each other off as they voted for another generation of young men and women to go to war. We lost thousands of people in my generation from 2001 till the current times. We have an entire generation that is completely distraught with PTSD. We have suicide rates that are out of control. I'm 34 years old. I am sick of what this country has done to my generation. <clears throat> I am sick of pretending like one side is better than the other or that both sides can be amicable because they're not. Graduate high school in 2004. That was about the same time as the Iraq invasion. I was given two choices at that point. I could have either joined the military and gone to Iraq or I could have gone into massive debt and gone to college. I chose the later because I'm kind of a coward. Uh, you could call me a coward for not joining the military or... I kind of thought of it as, uh, what the fuck are we doing here? Because at that point, <clears throat> we had already been in Afghanistan. We could not find Osama bin Laden, and somehow we ended up in a war with Iraq, which, uh, if you followed the history there, there was nothing linear between the terrorist attacks on 9-11 and Saddam Hussein. Uh, and honestly, the way that I view the Middle East in general, I think Saddam Hussein should have stayed in power. The more you uh, learn about that region, the more that you think to yourself, oh, wow, maybe they should have fucking tigers released upon them. Uh, you see ISIS and all kinds of other things that have broken into Iraq. It's become a power vacuum since. But anyway, so I, did, I took the later route. I went to college and uh, I had no support <coughs> financially. Uh, I went into debt, a ton of money. And then since I had no credit, I was given private student loans that had like a 20% interest rate on them. So I basically paid for my college with a credit card and you guys let it happen. The generation of our parents who tells us how spoiled and bratty and soft and pussy we are with our participation trophies. You guys are constantly, constantly shitting on my generation. All you did is get your fucking moms and dads from your older generation that came back from World War II and Vietnam and whatever else and uh, they gave you a house, and uh, college cost you like fucking $50, and you could buy a car for 100 bucks. and there wasn't any sort of housing crisis, and they were just handing out fucking houses, and you guys were doing all the cocaine, and listening to fucking Prince, and uh, wearing shitty clothing, and popping out kids, and uh, the dads were just leaving their families, and you had an entire generation of fucking single parents and broken homes, and all you spoiled fuckers do is shit on my generation, and I'm fucking tired of it. Because it is your generation that put Donald Trump here. It's your generation that let Joe, uh, people like Joe Biden be in power for 40 fucking years. And you guys need to just fucking age out.
Age out. Listen to the news. Keep your fucking opinions to yourself. Stop ruining social media. <clears throat> Once upon a time, Facebook was an app that you could only get on if you were a college student and had a college email. And people used Facebook to find people that lived in the vicinity of their dorm so they could have sex with them. And you guys ruined that app. I'll never forget it. When it first got open to the public and people started having opinions. Before that, Facebook was just an entire app of people sharing pictures about how drunk they were on the weekend and trying to hook up with random co-eds. Now look at it. It is a place for your grandparents to take weird pictures and send Bible quotes to each other and share a bunch of misinformation and say a bunch of stupid shit because 60% of the people that share their political views on Facebook read at a fucking fourth grade level. Yes, you can vote. Congratulations, you have the right to vote. It doesn't mean that your vote is informed. It doesn't mean that your opinion matters and it doesn't mean that you know what the fuck is going on. So anyway, I guess that goes for me too, except for I do have a fucking degree in political science. I did work in politics for a decade and I do things like read. Um, yeah, so anyway, I went to college, went massively in debt, had about six figures of debt, went into a deep, deep depression because that's a hole you can never come back from. 2008, when I graduated from college, which was an entire lifetime of getting good grades, doing my homework, and kissing ass to get accepted, it was about that same time that you fucking people went ahead and opened up places like Phoenix Online, and you started handing out degrees to people like fucking candy at the dime store, right? I had, a three, I had to get a fucking above a 3.0, had to score a certain score on my ACT, had to go into debt all this money just to go to fucking state school, but then Susie can just fucking sign in online and log on and go to phoenix.com and get her fucking degree in six months for like 50 bucks. So 2008, 2009, I graduate. People have jobs. People are getting placed. Barack Obama is president. He bails out the banks. We have a housing crisis. We have a depression type of uh, time period where people are running out of money. Banks tighten up on their loans. And a lot of people lost their jobs. So those entry-level jobs that I was supposed to get, that I had been working towards, oh, I don't know, my entire fucking life, your generation, uh, the generation above me, uh, you guys all got laid off and you lost your jobs that you worked at for 30 years. And uh, you started taking our jobs. You started uh, taking entry-level positions from my generation. So uh, not only did you basically uh, jack up our Social Security and do things like uh, elect people like George Bush and fucking Bill Clinton and all these other shitbags. Uh, now you came back and took our jobs. Uh, it's great. It's great. So now the high school jobs that we had, right, working in Wendy's and McDonald's and shit like that, that's supposed to be for like 15, 16-year-olds, now you have people in their 20s working at those jobs. Now you have people that had college degrees working at restaurants and bars, myself included, Bartending and serving. Because all those stupid corporate jobs got sucked up. All that health insurance, gone. All that other fun shit that you guys had in the fucking late 80s and mid 90s, gone. So now you have a bunch of people around my age that are swimming in debt 
you have a bunch of kids with PTSD. You have an entire generation of people with anxiety and depression and all kinds of other fucking medications that we're on. And then COVID happens and we lost our fucking serving and bartending jobs, right? And then you guys are offering us what? This is what the country's offering us. They're telling us the GDP is growing. Places like Walmart, places like fucking Amazon, places like Wendy's. These are the jobs that are being created. GDP doesn't fucking matter to me. GDP is a number that is the growth, uh, the gross domestic product of the country. So that's like as a whole, the financial uh, power that's going into a country. Uh, China has a great GDP. Does that matter to their oppressed population? The modern day slave labor that people have making LeBron shoes over there? Do you think that GDP matters to old fucking Tao working 120 hours a week for fucking 50 cents? Surely doesn't. So uh, stop waving things like the market and the GDP in front of normal everyday people like myself because we have nothing to fucking do with that. Anyway, election. Congratulations, Democrats. Uh, if you've been reading anything on CNN, MSNBC, watching any of the news, they're already going ahead and saying that Biden has won the election. That's right. Instead of learning from their mistakes of 2016, they are doing the exact same thing. Biden is pulling about eight points ahead of Trump going into Tuesday. Hillary Clinton was pulling about eight points ahead of Trump going into Tuesday in 2016. The media was saying the same thing. Clinton's going to win in a landslide. Trump doesn't have a chance in hell. And here we are, living the lie again. What you don't understand is that when you uh, get a guy like Trump in office that is a uh, fucking cultural icon, uh, you have people that don't vote for 20 years that come out of the woodworks and vote. The, you know, the, uh, the trailer trash daytime TV crowd, they don't fucking vote. They live off of the system, and uh, they sit on their asses, and they have kids for income, and uh, they watch Days of Our Lives, and they watch The Price is Right, and they watch all these other fucking shows for 20 years, and they get fat, and they age, and they get loud, and they get shitty tattoos on their forearms, and they have names like Becky or Martha. And then what happens is they really like that Donald Trump show. Uh, they used to watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but R.I.P. Regis Philbin, uh, another show had to come along, and that was The Apprentice. That's right. Oh, I really like it when Donald Trump says you're fired. Oh, I like his charisma. Whatever the fuck is that these blurbs of human waste say on their couches, they watched Donald Trump for X amount of seasons on that stupid fucking show, and they saw all their favorite celebrities get fake fired, and they fell in love. Because that is how easy manip easily manipulated this public is. That you watch some fucking idiot on television... And you start adoring them. <clears throat> so these people who, uh, once again, not intelligent, don't read, don't work, uh, don't really do anything for society, uh, they still have a vote that is worth just as much as like a Harvard professor's vote. Granted, whether it be Debbie on the couch or the Harvard professor, I don't like either one of them, but their votes are equal. So... That's what you guys have to look forward to again on Tuesday.
a bunch of fucking couch potatoes, walking lint rollers, going out in droves with their fucking red hats and their caravans and voting for old Donnie boy. Yep. And then on the, you know, the, the Democrats are just running around patting themselves on the back. They're on Twitter, they're on social media, they're on Instagram. All these things that grandparents don't use. All these things that people that are going to vote for Trump don't use. According to Twitter, Bernie Sanders is the president. Bernie Sanders won like 90% of the vote on Twitter. We see how that worked out. Twitter is just a leftist circle jerk. Or it's also good for when things explode in random countries to get real-time updates and videos that'll make your jaw hit the floor. That's about it. Or if you want to waste time arguing with a stranger over semantics, that's another thing Twitter's good for. Anyway, these fucking people that never voted until 2016... Never voted until Donald Trump was in office because it didn't matter who was elected. They were coasting off the government. They came out in droves in 2016 and voted. And those people that don't vote, guess what they're not on? They're not on the lists that these pollsters call. They are not volunteering down at your local Republican or Democratic fucking party headquarters. They are not generally involved. A lot of them don't even exist on paper. But they can vote. And they will. So that's fun. And in case you guys didn't take enough Xanax this morning, don't forget that Yeezy is also on the ticket. So if you want to, uh, vote for Kanye West because that's your third option. Once upon a time, it was Ross Perot. Now it's Kanye, uh, who is uh, bipolar and consistently off his medication, and out of his fucking mind. Um, but still somehow not any worse of a candidate than the other two. Because when Yeezy says he's going to do something, he does it. I guess for you Christian conservatives, Yeezy's actually your candidate, because he's the most Christian out of the three now. Of course, it's all based off of his Messiah complex, but... It's there. <clears throat> fun, fun, fun. So, Tuesday, here we come. I think it's going to be hilarious if Biden wins because all the Democrats that have been bitching and moaning and complaining and crying and having nervous breakdowns in public are just going to magically pretend like everything's fun. Just like you did when Obama got elected. You took your bullshit and all your anger towards George Bush and you buried your fucking head in the sand because a Democrat got elected to office. That's what you did. And you pretended like everything was fine. All the wars, all of our uh, privacy, all of our rights just being stripped away from us by uh, corporate tech companies working in unison with the NSA and the CIA and the FBI to just domestically spy on everybody. Your TV watches you jerk off. All these cool things that happened under Bush. They continued to happen under Obama. 
They didn't close down Guantanamo. There's still a bunch of Muslims with bags over their heads somewhere down in Cuba. No trial, no jury, no evidence. They made it legal to assassinate American citizens without trial or jury. It's great. Great stuff. Really good stuff. But, you know, we're still arguing over stupid shit like abortion. Oh, my God. Republicans. You guys are fucking ridiculous. You preach about freedom, and you preach about liberty, and you talk about individual rights, but then you shit your pants when a black guy kneels for the national anthem at a football game, even though it says right to protest. You shit your pants when a woman gets an abortion, even though it's none of your fucking business. You shit your pants when two gay dudes get married, even though it's none of your business. That's all about personal rights, isn't it? Liberty, individual freedoms, you fucking hypocrites. Democrats on the other side, gotta love these ones. They, uh, they're anti-police. They, uh, they don't trust the police. They attack the police. But they want more government. Um, how does that make sense? You don't understand that the police are the enforcers of government. So, uh... All those Democrats that are just passing laws because that's what they have to do. Doesn't matter. We're always going to have less and less freedom because legislators don't feel like they're validated in their existence if they're not passing fucking laws. So by the year, more and more things become illegal. More and more things are uh, finable. More and more things are uh, more reasons for the police to approach you. More reasons for the, pe the police to beat the shit out of you shoot you, whatever the fuck it is that you're upset about, you keep voting in people that are for big government, that are for more oversight. You don't, I mean, and this is why it is a joke to pretend like this election matters. The only thing that matters in this election is if your state has recreational marijuana on the ballot. Maybe there's some sort of school levy that you need to pass on the local level. But I'm telling you right now, anything on this federal level doesn't fucking matter. Your vote has not mattered for president or any of that shit for at least 20 years. The wheels are already in motion to absolute fucking despotism. And we're slowly moving that way. And yet you guys are still sitting there arguing over uh, which one's the better out of the two. And you pretend like it's good versus evil. You got all these fucking fake morality atheists on one side. And then you have all these hypocritical fake Christians on the other side. You can all go fuck yourselves. Anyway. One of the really fun things that's been happening the past couple weeks are these Trump caravans. That's right. Just in case you weren't bored enough. People across the country are getting out their Trump flags and their Trump memorabilia, and getting in their stupid trucks that they don't use for contracting, and uh, waving their flags and honking their horns and just letting everybody know that they are there to support Trump and drive around in circles around town, pissing off as many passerbys as possible. You are well within your rights to have a Trump caravan. Let's just get that out of the way. If you want to support your candidate openly, go for it. 
It is one of the few rights that you still have because you definitely aren't allowed to express yourself on the internet, so you might as well go back and do it old school and express yourself in person. Uh, at the same time, if you are in one of these Trump caravans, you're kind of a douche because that's what you're choosing to do with your time. There's nothing uh, positive that's coming out of that, really. Uh, there's no fuzzy feeling. What you're doing is you're making people angry on purpose. So what's been happening with these Trump caravans is that these angry people that were uh, purposely put there are attacking people in the Trump caravans. <clears throat> so you have all these people that get to say, uh, look how violent the left is. Look at them. Hmm. A little bit of feedback. That's creepy. Anyway, one of the Trump caravans uh, in New York City in Manhattan, it was called Jews for Trump, ended in violence. There was a caravan of Jewish Trump supporters that was going through Manhattan. Rocks were thrown, people were drug out of their cars and beaten, and I could have seen that a mile away. Because living in New York City for three years, if there's one thing that people in New York hate more than Trump supporters, it's Jewish people. Uh, I am not included in one of the, in that, but uh, New York's got a Jewish problem. A lot of people walking around and uh, getting assaulted for being Jewish, especially Hasidics, or uh, I don't know what the, the proper term would be in the plural, but uh, you see a lot of Hasidic Jewish people in Brooklyn and around the city being assaulted for no reason, typically by younger minorities that think that, uh, I don't know, they're their landlords. I don't know exactly what the what the rage is about. You know how it is. You know how people are. Sometimes, you know, people just like to go out there and assault people that don't look like them. You see it all over the place, right? It's as American as apple pie. Touting how proud you are of people's differences while you injure each other because of those differences. So anyway, Juice for Trump went bad in Manhattan. There was another caravan that happened out in Beverly Hills. Apparently happened right in front of uh, old Cardi B's house. She was not happy about it. The informed voter that she is. So she went out with her ratchet ass and caused a bunch of noise and blah, 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 blah. And then somehow Offset got involved and allegedly was waving a gun out of a car at Trump supporters. The police showed up and arrested Offset, who... Uh, showed up to act like a hard ass, but then when the cops approached him, he acted just like every other fucking idiot that records themselves during a police encounter. He kept saying uh, typical white guy things like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I'm live on Instagram, 25,000 followers. That's right. That's right. That That hurts your street cred, doesn't it? I think Offset's going to have to like have one of his buddies shoot him in the leg for his next uh, album release to get a little bit of street cred back. Because uh, when you show up causing problems in Beverly Hills and the cops are calmly telling you to get out of your car, because you're going to get arrested, you keep telling them, do you know who I am? And I'm live on Instagram. Jesus Christ. I think, I think from now on we should start calling Offset uh, Becky. That's his new name, because he went full white woman 
in that situation. I mean, I guess it's it's nice to know that even though him and Cardi B are split up, he's still got her back. Showed up in a moment's notice to start stirring up shit with Trump supporters in her neighborhood. Because everything is a fucking reality TV show. Okay. Other news, California is still on fire. That'll never stop. The entire Pacific Ocean is right there. Figure it out. Stop setting shit on fire in California. Even though we know that you have set your finances on fire, things are getting bad. I don't know. Maybe Jesus is coming back soon. It seems that way, doesn't it? Global pandemic. Everything's on fire. I'm sure there's a hurricane, something going on. Everybody's homeless and on drugs. Things are going well. Things are going really well. Maybe it's time for uh, some sort of like Christian reawakening. Or maybe, maybe this is going to be uh, Old Testament. Where uh, just a bunch of crazy fire and brimstone and shit happens and no sort of savior shows up. It's just uh, a dim, dim outlook. Maybe if you don't believe in Jesus, you can just be, uh, you know, chalk it up to global warming. That's making everybody crazy, right? Ugh, whatever. Anyway, other news. John McCain's mom died, 108 years old. That's right. 108 years old. Why? 108 years old. If you subtracted my age of 34 from 108, you would still have... Too old for me to want to be alive. I just, I don't know. It's unfortunate that uh, John McCain's mom uh, passed after John McCain because no, no mother should have to bury their son. Even though John McCain, I think, was 137 years old. I don't know what's going on in that family. I don't know. If you've been paying attention to the McCains for uh, ever... Uh, I think they're hilarious because they still act like Republicans. But uh, there's a bunch of commercials that are out of uh, John McCain's wife and daughter supporting Joe Biden. Because why wouldn't they? One was in power for, you know, 30, 40 years, and the other one's been in power for 40 years. Of course they are friends with each other, you know. They're like, uh, they're like two guys high-fiving each other. As they tag team a hooker. Of course, that hooker is America. And all of the shitty legislation that has been passed the entire time that either one of them was in office. So anyway, the McCain family came out again. The fake Republicans. John McCain routinely came out and would vote against Republican bills and support Democratic candidates. Uh, he supported Clinton before he died. Now his family's coming out and supporting... Biden, uh, but still those uh, old rusty people in Arizona would just straight ticket vote for him because there was an R next to his name. He's really good at infiltrating parties. Uh, he was uh interesting man, whatever. I'm not going to get too much into John McCain. People like to stir controversy over him for no reason, whether or not he's a patriot or a traitor or blah, 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 blah. Regardless... Uh, the Vietnam War was like a thousand years ago, and I wasn't around, so I don't have an opinion about that. 
I know that the Vietnam veterans make the VFW a lot more interesting as they talk about mowing down women and children over their 12th beer. Great senses of humor, though, those guys. Uh, there has not been any major war since Trump has been in office. And uh, I think that the establishment is probably not too happy about that. Biden has released a commercial about 22 four-star generals, current and former, that support Joe Biden as president. Uh, of course they do, because Joe Biden was vice president as we did all kinds of fun things, like uh, start drone bombing people in Pakistan without any sort of declaration of war by congressional approval. That was one of those really fun hits. Uh, they killed Osama bin Laden, allegedly. Uh, that whole thing was fun. When uh, Obama went in and just kind of gave the order to kill Osama bin Laden, we all had this picture of Obama and Biden and Clinton and 20 other people in a room sitting there holding their breath. And we got to see the moment. But what we didn't get to see was the actual strike. What we didn't get to see was the actual video of bin Laden getting killed. We never got to see a body. There was, uh, there was no evidence. There was no actual evidence that we killed Osama bin Laden. I think, like a lot of other people did, that he died of liver failure in the mountains years ago. I think that uh, when somebody's already dead, it's easy to fake their death. Uh, what happened was they said that his body was not recovered because he was buried at sea. And they said that that was some sort of um, Islamic traditional burial. Interesting, because you're talking about, like, <laughs> desert... <laughs> Bedouin history, they're not sea people. It's not like they're fucking Vikings. Uh, it's not like they are... It's not like he was a, a Navy guy. Also, America's number one enemy, killing thousands of innocent people, and you give him uh, some sort of religious, traditional burial rite? It's a bit weird, isn't it? I think that's strange. Typically, what you do with your enemies is you drag them through the streets and let all the locals hit them with rocks and shit. That's what they did to Osama bin, or that's what they did to uh, Saddam Hussein. You guys don't have any sort of proof that you killed Osama bin Laden, but I can watch Saddam Hussein eating Cheetos and getting hung live on a YouTube video. You can look it up right now. It looks like uh, there's a video of Saddam Hussein's execution, and it almost looks like some really shitty bootleg video shot at like a, a Wu Tang concert. You know, it's like a. Uh, Shitty camera quality, looks like people have a bunch of lighters in the background, like it's a slow song at maybe an Elton John concert or something. You're trying to catch, capture the essence of what you're seeing at this live concert, but really it's just a, a, a foggy, shaky video from your shitty 2003 phone. I can see that, right? But uh, they don't show any evidence of Osama Bin Laden. And that is kind of going to be my last point that we're going to touch today about how fucking strange this bloodthirsty country is. When uh, we killed Osama bin Laden, I became extremely jaded because I was a sophomore in high school when 9-11 happened. Obviously, a lot of friends and people that I had grown up with went into the military after that, being from Ohio. And we knew that something was different about the country that we were never going to get back. There was a friendliness or a serenity or there was some sort of uh, innocence that existed that was gone forever. And as you can see, if you follow back the timeline of current history, uh, everything has gotten worse since the war on terror started. 
uh, everything has gotten worse. Our economy has gone down the shit multiple times. Uh, people are shittier. Social media is shit. Um, politics are more aggressive. People treat everything like it's life and death. We collectively as a society have lost our fucking minds. And the night that we uh, made the announcement that Osama bin Laden had been killed, uh, like, and the reason the way he was killed was, of course, Obama was like, basically made it look like he was playing Xbox Live and pressed a button. And uh, <laughs> it was like, it was like Barack Obama was playing fucking SEAL Team 6 on Xbox Live and just uh, hit XBR and fucking killed bin Laden himself. Um, that night, almost immediately, CNN and a bunch of other news stations had gone around to college campuses and there was just a bunch of idiot kids with USA signs chanting and celebrating like their football team had just won the fucking Super Bowl. And it was the most infuriating, strange feeling I've ever had in my life. Uh, a lot of these kids would have been, you know, 18, 19 years old. <clears throat> so when uh, when 9-11 happened, they were small. They don't remember any of it. They they don't they they weren't conscious when any of this stuff happened, right? So without questioning anything, without looking for evidence, without seeing what happened, you have these fucking idiots flood the streets and just start celebrating like the corn huskers won a national championship. Everybody was screaming like fanatics. Also, where do they get the signs? All these kids had fucking cardboard signs and shit, like America number one, people chanting USA chants, all kinds of just blind, ignorant patriotism. Um, it really left a strange taste in my mouth because I had seen kind of everything holistically in that moment. Uh, the damage had already been done. It didn't matter at that point if Osama bin Laden was killed or not. It still doesn't. Uh, our society is worse off. Now you have a situation where uh, fringe elements of the left and the right are controlling their parties. And uh, you could even argue that since 9-11 happened, we ourselves have become terrorists because a big swath of people on both sides of the political spectrum act like fucking extremism. Uh, they don't think rationally. They attack people that do not share their beliefs. They drive around streets with their flags to intimidate and upset people. Uh, they're showing up with weapons to intimidate people. They're tearing down statues on one side. They're assaulting cops and burning down buildings on the other side. They're killing people for this just because they perceive them to be different than them. We have lost our fucking minds. We are now the terrorists. Um, and we celebrated that night like we had won something. Like the end of terror. Like our fears were over. Like we killed the boogeyman. And obviously that's not what happened. And we celebrated that night, and we acted like all of our problems were now over. And, of course, they had only just begun. And I think it's an interesting thought to leave on that no matter what does happen on Tuesday, half of you guys are going to act like those morons the night that Osama bin Laden was killed. You're going to go out, and you're going to celebrate, and you're going to pretend like you won something. And if you look at the state of the country, and you look at neighbors and families being split apart, and you look at how the discord is going and you look at how social media is going and how we're at each other's throats and how we're burning down our own cities and how we're killing our own people and how we're assassinating cops in their vehicles and how cops are shooting citizens at will as if we are terrorists ourselves. Uh, I think you should probably reflect a little bit and hold the celebration. All right? Because that is why we are in the middle of shit. 
because I'm looking at both you guys. I'm looking at Democrats and Republicans. And I think that it's time for instead of uh, us to sit here and clamor and talk about how ridiculous the two-party systems is, I think regardless who wins on Tuesday, I think you need to take a look in the mirror and look at the person you become, look at the party you support, look at the candidate you support, and stop fooling yourself. It's a fucking joke. Anyway, maybe the next episode will be funnier. Maybe it won't. I don't give a shit. Three of you guys are going to listen to it. I'm Jason Raynard. This is in the middle of shit.